We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, B Nation. Welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It is Tuesday. What is, what is it now, Ryan? The days are so jacked up for me right now. February 6th, right? Correct. Uh, Correct. And tons going on. Wish wish there was still an offseason, Ryan, but there is no longer an offseason. Guys, it is uh, day one of me at the new uh, undisclosed Irish Breakdown location where I'll be doing shows for this next month and a half as uh, my house has been completely gutted and I no longer have an office. I'll hopefully have one back in about six weeks, but that's where we're at. Joined today for segment one by Ryan Roberts, the recruiting director at Irish Breakdown, because Ryan, we're going to start off talking about Owen Striebig, who's going to be making a decision on Thursday. Then you and I uh, will part ways after that segment until you and I are back tomorrow for signing day in yep. what will be the most anticlimactic signing day in the history of Notre Dame football. But we're going to just kind of do a, well, a final look at the 2024 class as a whole, mostly focus on Notre Dame, do a little national stuff, things along those lines. And then when Ryan leaves, I'm going to dive into my offseason overview of the Notre Dame wide receiver position, which uh, is, is – I don't know that any position on the roster, Ryan, has gone through more of a, a makeover this offseason – than the wide receiver unit from what it is going to look like to what it was. And you're more than welcome to stay for that segment if you want. And then I'll finish things up by looking at the 2024 defensive rankings for Notre Dame. And then we'll do a mailbag. Going to have a little bit fun, a little mailbag with you, you all and, and me. So Ryan, uh, Ryan was helping me get the lighting set as best we could. I'm going to end up kind of doing the show somewhere else, but this is where we're going to do it for day one but wanted to get it going. But Ryan, topic number one, obviously Notre Dame is recruiting a very small number of offensive linemen 
in the 2025 class. They got one player on the board already in Will Black, who they beat Michigan for. It was a very big pickup for Notre Dame. But now another top target is set to make a decision, and that is going to be Owen Striebig from Wisconsin, who is a, a very big prospect for Notre Dame, and I mean that literally and figuratively, will be making his decision on Thursday, Ryan. So why don't you just kick us off first with just previewing that decision, who are the top, top contenders? Because Owen is not your typical Wisconsin kid. This is a national recruit with yep. a national finals list. And just kind of break down who the top four school – because it's between four, or is it five? Five. Top five. Top five. Yep. Break down who the top five is, Ryan. Just kind of kick us off with that group and just where things stand with Owen a little bit just from a you know previewing when the announcement will be and all that kind of good stuff. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Sure. Yeah. So Waukesha, Wisconsin, Catholic Memorial, obviously offensive tackle listed six foot eight, 290 pounds, 295 pounds, depending on where you're looking. And like you said, he's a national recruit. I mean, he's been everywhere. You know, people are going to hyper-focus on the six trips that he took to South Bend, but he's also been to USC and Alabama and Miami and Florida, Florida state. He's been all over the place, man. He has taken a whole mess of visits. Obviously, he's been to Wisconsin a bunch of times, him being an in-state guy in the state of Wisconsin as well. And the top five that he will be picking from on Thursday at 4 o'clock Central Time on the 247 YouTube channel is Notre Dame, USC, Wisconsin, Florida State, and Miami. Or, and Miami, yes, are the, are the five schools. So 
those are the ones that made the most logical sense for Owen, especially Wisconsin and USC on top of Notre Dame, in my opinion, because he has been to USC obviously pretty recently. I know they've done a tremendous job with him. Wisconsin being the home states and being the kind of a homegrown kid to a degree. They've done a really good job with him. Obviously, Notre Dame has done a great job. He's gravitated a little bit towards the Florida schools. I mean, I even thought there was a chance that the University of Florida might be in his final five, but obviously he opted for Florida State and Miami in the end. But regardless, he has done his due diligence, to say the least. He has gone to a lot of different places. And I think when you look at those finalists, Notre Dame heads into the decision as the obvious favorite for many different reasons. You know, obviously his relationship with Joe Rudolph and Marcus Freeman and his consistent attention to come back to South Bend, Indiana and making the four and a half hour trip from Wisconsin. Wisconsin is obviously another big school that they have the in-state pool. You know, it, it is one of those things where Wisconsin has had success, obviously recruiting in the state of Wisconsin historically. It's not has been quite as good recently as it once was, but they have been producing a lot of good offensive linemen. And Wisconsin traditionally, when you're talking about the Joe Thomases, the Kevin Zeitlers, a lot of great offensive linemen that have come out of the state of uh, the school, you know, historically. Joe Tipman most recently last year going in the in the second round. So they had the pool there. And then the USC, I think, kind of intrigues them a little bit just for it kind of being so different. You know, like the Midwest powers, it makes sense. He's a Midwestern kid. It's where he's always grown up. It's what he's used to. That's what he's familiar with. But I think going down over to USC was intriguing to him because of obviously it being very different. Going down to the state of Florida with the Florida States, with the Miamis, with the Floridas is interesting to him. It's it's different, which I think is a big thing. But heading into the visit, you feel good about where Notre Dame is. They have done everything right in this recruitment. They've gotten his constant attention. They've gotten him back to campus. And there is a lot of people on Owen's side, including his head coach, including his family, that are also pro-Notre Dame, which obviously goes into his favor. Ryan, this is an interesting one because I think there's this there's been this assumption, and I understand why you mentioned the the constant visits. Owen's been on a lot of visits to Notre Dame. Not the only place he's been on a lot of visits to. He's been to Wisconsin a lot. I believe he's been to Miami twice as well. Like he's been to multiple yep. places. Of course, you're going to get to Notre Dame more than you've been to USC or Florida State or Miami because it's a drive. You can drive to Notre right. Dame. I think there's this been this assumption that this has been a done deal for a long time. And I, and I think that's a little bit uh, misguided, in my opinion, because I think it kind of takes away from how hard this staff has had to work to get Owen Strebig if they're able to land him on Thursday. This is not a thing where it's just, I mean, I'll say it like that. There are other schools that have certainly caught his attention, not just Notre Dame heading into that decision on Thursday. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look. From the beginning, Owen was very pro-Notre Dame in the sense of they brought a lot of attributes to the table that he really liked. I mean, we went. I mean, he's a Midwestern kid, so he knows the Notre Dame brands. He knows what it stands for. He's only four, four and a half hours away from, you know, drive from Wisconsin. He knows the Notre Dame brands. When you talk to him about it, he mentions it a whole ton. Joe Rudolph is someone that has really caught his attention from the jump because for people that don't know, Joe Rudolph obviously spent a little bit of time at the University of Wisconsin and actually was recruiting Owen uh, for a bit before he made his travels down to Virginia Tech for that lone year. And I really believe that Joe Rudolph has been a massive person in this recruitment for Owen overall. I know that they have a great relationship. Marcus Freeman has been heavily involved in that one, obviously. So is Chad Bowden. So have other commits in the class, like Deuce Knights. I mean, there's been a lot of attention that has been given to Owen. 
And honestly, Brian, like the one unsettling thing is it, I wouldn't even call it unsettling, I guess. Maybe that's not the right word. But the one thing that kind of raises an eyebrow is that when a player does visit so many times so frequently, at some point you're like, what's the holdup here, right? It kind of seems like it's a foregone conclusion, but Owen has always been the type, and he will tell you this, and I've, I've talked to him about this, is that he didn't want to make a hasty decision and he didn't want to ever go back on it and, and decommit and, and get to that point where it was just like, you know, I just made an impulsive decision, right? So, yes, they did have to work for this one because there are pools from different schools that bring different things to what Notre Dame can provide just functionally. You know, Wisconsin is going to be able to have a different pitch to Notre Dame. USC obviously has a much different pitch to Notre Dame. The Florida schools that are on Owen's list, the Florida State and Miami, they have much different pitches. So I think that Owen took his time on this guy and he really – just made sure he made he made the foreground conclusion. Because like you said, he's been to a couple of these Florida schools a couple separate times. He wanted to make sure, and I know he talked about this in his junior day when I, when I had the opportunity to talk to him, was after going to Notre Dame's junior day beforehand, he was talking about, you know, like I don't need to see anything more at Notre Dame as far as like I know where things are on campus. I know what the athletic facility looks like. I know what the walk's like through, you know, the courtyard and, and walking by touchdown Jesus and all those things. Like, he knows those things. The last couple months have more been about, I've been to these places. Now I want to just kind of sit back and I just want to feel what it's really like being there. I don't want to be in awe of all the surroundings and the monuments and, and all those things. He wants to be able to just process himself at a particular school. So yes, Notre Dame has had to be persistent with this one. They've had to push hard for this one. And if Notre Dame lands him on Thursday, it'll be because Joe Rudolph, Marcus Freeman, the recruiting staff, and everybody put in the work to get Owen Strebig to come to South Bend. Yeah. And, and, and this is one of those ones people have, people have talked about, you know, how important a quarterback is to a class. If Notre Dame lands due, and lands Owen Strebig on Thursday, you'll know that the quarterback in the class put in a ton of work to make this happen as well. There's been no doubt about that. So, Ryan, let's just kind of wrap this up a little bit by looking at the player. And so we've talked a lot about the circumstances. We know where Notre Dame stands. Obviously, there's the five schools that are finalists. It's no secret. We're not giving anything in a way by saying that we feel like Notre Dame's in a great place going into the decision. That's, I mean, people that cover Florida State, Miami, and Wisconsin would tell you that as well. Notre Dame's been yeah. considered the team to be for a while. Now it's about closing time. And and there's a couple of other aspects about this, one of which we'll talk about after the decision, however that goes, about what this means for Joe Rudolph and what does it say about Joe Rudolph. But, but uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things that go into it. But obviously there's going to be, a, okay, well, what kind of player are one of these five schools getting? So let's talk a little bit about Owen because he is a kid that I have not found any highlights of. What you have to do is you have to watch game film. There's actually a lot of game film from his sophomore and junior seasons out there to, to evaluate. So let's talk a little bit about Owen as a player. Number one, let's just look at it from a recruiting profile. You've mentioned it. Owen's listed between 6'7", 6'8". He's between 290 to 295 pounds. From a recruiting ranking standpoint, consensus four-star player. Rivals has him as the number 65 player in the country, the number six offensive lineman, or excuse me, offensive tackle. On three, ranks him number 111 in the country, and ESPN has him ranked number 144. 247, shocker, is the outlier. They have him not – he's not even ranked in their top 247. But he is still a four-star and the number two player in the state of Wisconsin. So from a ranking standpoint, that's what he plays. He plays left tackle. 
in high school. Let's just talk a little bit, Ryan, or have you talk a little bit about just kind of just a, a brief overview of of what Owen Strebig is as a player, what you like about him, and and what kind of player whoever lands him on Thursday is going to be getting. Yeah, I mean, for anybody listening out there that would like to see Owen, I mean, like you said, Brian, there's some game film out there of Catholic Memorial because obviously they're a very good school in the state like of Wisconsin. Six or seven, I mean, there's they, like six or seven full games, folks, that you yep. can go online and find. It's really good film. You can also find on YouTube, I think he does have his junior highlights that are on YouTube now. So he does have a little bit of just kind of some quick cut-ups if people don't have a ton of time to watch game film like some people do, right? So um, I would say this about Owen Strebig. Six what foot eight, say, and that Ryan? wasn't a Hold shot at all. I, okay. I, no, that wasn't a shot at all. I watched probably more game film than just about anybody, so that's not a shot okay, in any world. Sure. <laughs> that's all I do. Um, <laughs> Owen Strebig, like you mentioned. Six foot seven, six foot eight, 290, 295 pounds. He also record reports, and I don't know how I, I haven't verified this. Obviously, I've never measured the young man, but he he says that he has 34 and a half inch arms and an 84 inch wingspan, which is obviously when you're talking about the dimensions of an offensive tackle, it's what you're looking for, man. I mean, you want a guy that is six foot six, six foot seven plus. You want a guy that's right around 300 pounds, and obviously in the early stages, and you want 34 plus inch arms at offensive tackle. That's what you want. And he just has a natural blend of raw power, core strength, and he has some explosiveness to that he brings to the table as well. I mean, he's recorded over a 30-inch um, box jump this offseason, over 30-inch vertical overall. So he's a pretty explosive kid. I would say, for me, he's still growing into his body, in my opinion. I think there's some the natural things of a 17-year-old kid that's 300 pounds he's still learning how his body maneuvers fully, but I still think that you see everything flashing on film as far as I think he has good foot quickness for his size. I think he has very good raw power. I think he has length. I think he has all the attributes that you look at and say, that's what an offensive tackle needs on the next level. And as he becomes more just privy to how his body works and functionally how he, his movements are going to improve as he grows into his body, I think he has a chance to play either tackle spot on the next level. Like, I truly do. I think that he has the requisite arm length, explosiveness, foot quickness to play either spot. Regardless, this is a true offensive tackle. Because I know that people have been posing the question of, hey, if you get a Will Black, you get Owen Strebig, then let's say you get a Matty Augustine and a Jack Lang in the class in a hypothetical, who plays guard? And my answer would be, well, Owen Strebig wouldn't be one of the guys that I would potentially move into guard. Like he's tall, he's long. I'm not moving that guy potentially inside the guard, in my opinion. And I think that he has all the requisite things to last outside because I think that as he continues to develop and gets more consistent with his footwork and the abilities of just how his body maneuvers, I think he has big time upside as an offensive tackle. Ryan, when you look at him, I think you nailed it right there. There are other players right now that are better players than Owen Strebig today because I think you you talked about he is still growing into his body. There are aspects of filling out that are going to happen. There's some technical things that still need to be improved, all of that kind of stuff. But th I think you nailed it, though. Like, for example, I'll say this. I think Jack, like to me, when I watch Jack Lang play, if I had to pick a guy to play left tackle for my high school team, I, I might consider taking Jack Lang. But when I look at Owen Stream, the thing I do like about him, though, is because you you said a lot of those different traits. There's a lot of room for him to go from where he is now to where he needs to be. And the other thing, he doesn't really need to put on any weight. Like, he no. will. 
But like yeah. he's already at that weight where it's like it's about body redistribution, and that could end up resulting in another 15, 20, 25 pound jump, natural jump, but could also be where he stays around that 305 range and is just more of like a Mike McGlinchey kind of you know, solidly built dude, that'll happen in time. But I, I think you nailed it, Ryan. I think this is a kid that's still a lot about upside. He's a good player now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like he's some raw, doesn't know how to play the game of football type of kid. I'm not saying that at all. I just think he's one of those kids that there's a lot of room for him to still get better, to still, he's going to change physically. You talked about that explosiveness. I think that's yeah. going to take another jump as well, Ryan, once he stops growing. And that tends to be an issue sometimes with these these kids that have that are so big like he is that it takes a little while for them to kind of stop growing and see that jump. And I think Joe Walt's a perfect example from Joe Walt was a kid that put on 30, 40 pounds at Notre Dame. But but he, he had that like that baby face. He looked he had like a young looking overall body. I think Owen's very similar in that regard. I'm not saying Owen's going to be as good yeah. as Joe Walt. I'm just but. What was shocking, the most shocking thing to me is Joe Walt put on 40 pounds in a year and got faster, more athletic, and more explosive. If Emil Wagner put on 40 pounds in this next offseason, he would get tight and slow down. I mean, and I think Owen has has one of those body types that once he stops growing, he's going to see another big jump in just power and explosiveness especially kind of gets more weight room strength. So I, I think there's a lot of tool, untapped potential in this young man as well, even though his film is still already pretty good. Yeah. Well, I, I think he has one of the highest upsides of any offensive tackle in the 2025 class overall, I would say. And I think that the things that, that there's building blocks, obviously, to work with, which makes you come to that conclusion, because I do think that he has pretty good bend for a kid that is six foot eight. Like he's not a stiff, you know, he's not a guy that is just playing high all the time. You can see it, especially in his run blocking that he plays with pretty good pad level. He plays with good leverage. He's able, I mean, because Catholic Memorial for people that have never watched them, they had a running back in the 2024 class that's going to Penn state and they run the football a whole lot. So he's, he's run yeah. blocking a ton and he has that just displacement power. He brings to the game. He can move players at the point of attack with physicality there is a big jump that Owen can definitely take. There's no doubt about it. And that's the reason why his offer list is the way it is. You know, mm -hmm. why is USC and the Florida schools and Alabama and all these other schools that are prominent programs going after a, a, a big offensive lineman from Wisconsin, right? Why is right. Alabama going up to Wisconsin to see Owen Strebig? Why is Florida? Why is Miami? It's because all those tools are there. Like they see it and it's very easy to see. So if he hits his upside, if Joe Rudolph is a good developer of talent, if long-term he's able to put on that good weight and be able – because he does have a clean frame. Like, he's 290, but, like, he's not fat. He's just a big kid overall, right? right? Like, he's just a right. big a big frame. So if he's able to develop properly, I think that he has some of those upsides where you look, like, where you look at it long-term and say he could be one of the next great offensive linemen at Notre Dame if he chooses Notre Dame on Thursday. He has that type of upside without question. Brian, I think a part of it you you hit on as well. I think that's an important part to note, right? Florida State's one of the schools he's looking at, right? We talked about this. Miami is yep. a school that he's looking at. Um, Wisconsin, and who, who's the fifth? I forget who the I always forget who the fifth is. USC. It's Miami. Was USC? USC. Um, USC. These are programs that don't need to go to Wisconsin to find offensive linemen. That that's the yep. whole point. Notre Dame, you understand, of course. Notre Dame and Wisconsin makes sense geographically. It's And it's not like he's a super highly ranked guy. It's not like he's like David Sanders ranked where some schools recruit guys based on profile. Let's be honest about that. 
you know, and I, I know for a fact that there are power five schools who have been very successful. This isn't even a a debate. This is something that I, that I know to be absolutely true. They get bonuses for where their class ends up ranked at the end of the year. So when it comes yep. down to a couple kids, you're going to take the kid that's highly ranked over the kid who's the three-star developmental guy because you want to get your bonus at the end of the year. This mm-hmm. isn't that for him. And, and so to me, that's something that you also take into account uh, when you look at Owen Strebig and, and why these schools are looking at him is because you know he's a guy that that they just see that upside, and that's a, that's a big, big yep. part of this. Well, and he's a he kind of checks a lot of boxes that you look like you look at, right? I mean, I I've been talking about it with Joe Alt from the NFL draft perspective over the last few weeks, and it's just like Owen's film is going to take a nice jump because again, he's a 17 year old kid. But when you're talking about the size, when you talk about the length, when you talk about he plays at a good school in Wisconsin, I mean, one of the highest levels in Wisconsin. When you talk about the fact that he's a high academic kid and that he's a worker, I mean, kid works his butt mm-hmm. off. I mean, if you if you follow him, you'll see him all the stuff he's doing as far as with personal trainers and offensive line coaches just outside of his normal duties at Catholic Memorial. So he kind of checks a lot of boxes, man. And I I just really, I would be surprised if Owen Strebig picks Notre Dame, if he comes to South Bend and doesn't work his tail off. Like he's just not one of those types of guys, in my opinion, although he's getting a lot of publicity. I mean, he just got uh, picked for some program to come out to Las Vegas this weekend for the, for the Super Bowl as like a representative of the state of Wisconsin by the Green Bay Packers. I mean, he's getting a lot yeah. of recognition, obviously. But Damien yeah. Shanklin had that for the state. Did you see that? Damien Shanklin's getting that for the state of Indiana. So yep. for the Colts, yep. the Colts picked Damien Shanklin in Indiana. So that'd be pretty cool. To you, I've never yeah. heard of that until until recently. That's a pretty cool deal. I, I, th- I think I, I think it's relatively new. I actually just talked to Owen about it, and he was like, I had no idea that was happening. He's like, I didn't even know that was a thing. So they're bringing all those guys out to Las Vegas um, the end of this week for the Super Bowl festivities, obviously, going out there in in Nevada, which will be obviously a great, uh, great situation. But my point was is that he's an all-state player. He's going to be in one of the major all-star games next year, more than likely. I think he actually may have already had an invite in that. He's being selected by the Green Bay Packers as their state representative from Wisconsin. He's a big-time yeah. dude, right, as far as yeah. like the recognition he's getting. Despite that, he's a worker. And if he comes to Notre Dame, it's because he wants to work. There would right. be a lot easier way out. He can go to USC, all due respect, and go down to yeah. Miami, to Florida State, if he didn't want to work, if he wanted just kind of – that instant gratification that we all know is out there potentially for some guys like him. Well, and Ryan, you know, you've gotten to know him a little bit during the recruiting process. Owen's always been very approachable as well. And he's got a little, he, I, I've had a couple of people say, well, you know, I, I think he might be too like big time than what you normally talk about offensive line. I'm like, no, don't confuse the fact that he goes to all these visits and wants to see all these schools as he is. He, he thinks he's big time. That is yeah. like, from talking to you. That's never been the thing. This is a thoughtful kid that whatever yep. decision he wants to make, he wants it to be firm. And he said to you very, very also, I know that he, does, like you said earlier, he does not want to make this decision more than once. He would rather right. wait, take his time, make sure he's experienced all these different programs that he's shown a ton of. And, and a lot of it is about respect. These schools are investing the time in me. I owe it to them to go down there on my dime and, and meet with them and experience what their program is all about. So I actually look at his, because I, I do get concerned, Ryan, when you get those offensive linemen that are kind of – they like to be big time. They like to to get the spotlight. You know, it's like, does that kid like that really going to fit into the Notre Dame O-line room or the Wisconsin O-line room or, you know, a program right. like that? That's not really what this is about for Owen. This is about a thoughtful kid 
that yep. appreciates all these schools, but also wants to make sure that whatever decision he makes is the right one. And you can't really do that unless you have like a dream school or just one school so much better, unless you ex go experience it, go see the schools that you want to see. Right. And, and well, it's still and only February, man. We act like we're getting close to signing day or something like that. It's still February, you know? Right. Well, I, I, I'll have a great story for everyone if he picks Notre Dame as far as like how he doesn't really like the spotlight on him, but that'll be mm -hmm. a conversation for a yeah. uh, different day. But regardless, I would say this is that we are in the age of it's now the year 2024 where NIL is a very real thing. And NIL, I mean, in the correct perspective of branding will help you be able to create a incentives to your name, right? We'll be able to help you profit off of your name. And I think that Owen is just one of those kids that understands that part of it, right? He's not looking for a payout. He's not looking for a guy that's just, you know, just wants the gratification of everyone telling him how great he is all the time. Like, that's not his thing. Behind the scenes, he's not which school is offering of. him the biggest NIL deal, to your point. Right. It's just, that's not what these visits. He didn't go down to Miami recently saying, okay, guys, what's your final NIL yeah. offer? Notre Dame's got this right. on the table. Florida State's got this on the table. That's not what this is about. Yeah. It's about personal branding and it's about making yourself a more valuable commodity. And in today's world, whether people like it or hate it, that's, that's important. It's important nowadays. And I don't blame anybody for wanting to do that as long as they are doing that for the right reasons. And that I think that Owen is doing it for all the right reasons. Well, that's going to do it for this part of the show, part one. So Ryan, we'll, we'll be back Thursday. You and I will be back tomorrow to preview this and then we'll we'll go live at nor the, the thursday night show it'll be me vince and we'll see kind of, we'll get a couple other people are gonna see who's gonna be on with us because sean Styers is out of town so we'll discuss whatever decision he makes thursday night uh, and then have some other topics that we'll dive into on thursday night as well so he'll he's gonna make his decision five o'clock uh eastern right ryan on on thursday and then we'll we'll yep. preview all that break all that down and and of course ryan will have you know, he'll, he'll have his, his feedback on it at, at the boards at irishbreakdown.com. So, uh, Ryan, I'm going to move on to receivers next. You can take off if you want, or you can hang around, talk some receivers with me, whatever you want to do. But before we do that, folks, do me a favor, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast, give us a five-star review. And if you haven't done so, Ryan and I talked today about a in, couple intel pieces he's going to be working on regarding the, the Notre Dame defensive line. And some of the info he's gathering and some different intel things we've got planned, some different film breakdowns we've got planned, all types of great stuff coming up that you can only find at the Irish Breakdown message board at boards at irishbreakdown.com.